Blog Talk Radio. Hey, Spotify listeners, thinking about getting your master's degree but don't have time to sit in a classroom? Well, you're listening online. Have you thought about learning online? Post University offers graduate degrees online, so you can learn right where you're at. No traveling, no hassle. So why Post University? They offer customizable concentration. Well, welcome to A Thousand Moms Talk. I'm Dave Baylog. I am the information officer for A Thousand Moms, building community support for LGBTQ youth in foster care. and. We bring you the special encore presentation of our coverage, the Dr. Martin Luther King iconic speech, I Have a Dream. We think it's very important, very necessary to hear these inspiring words, particularly at this time. And please support A Thousand Moms. Go to our website, www.athousandmoms.org. That's all spelled out, athousandmoms.org. Thank you. Hey, Spotify listeners, thinking about getting your master's degree but don't have time to sit in a classroom? Well, you're listening online. Have you thought about learning online? Post University offers graduate degrees online, so you can learn right where you're at. No traveling, no hassle. So why Post University? They offer customizable concentrations to fit your career goals. Learn more about their personal approach to online education today. Text DEGREE to 474747. That's DEGREE to 474747. For useful consumer information, go to post.edu. Well, welcome to the Soundcore presentation of A Thousand Moms Talk. Please go to www.athousandmoms.org and show your support. And we hope you feel inspired by the words of Dr. King. This is Dave Daylog for A Thousand Moms. Blog Talk Radio. A Thousand Moms Talk is made possible with the support of listeners like you. Please visit our website, www.athousandmoms.org, to learn about our, our program, Support of LGBTQ Youth, Foster, and Adoptive Care. Please make a donation to support our services, our training for youth, our podcast, this podcast, and our community meetings. Learn about us again at www.athousandmoms.org, and while you're there, please show your support for LGBTQ youth in foster and adoptive care. Well, it's a new year, and as it's become tradition, we begin the new year um, on Martin Luther King's birthday holiday, which is uh, mid-January, and we're going to play the iconic, famous I Have a Dream speech inspired generation and is arguably considered most important best craft speech in American history. And we're going to discuss other matters and play the full speech and have some discussion. So please stay tuned. Join us. This is A Thousand Moms Talk. Well, hi, welcome everybody. I'm Dave Baylog. I'm the community. I'm the information officer for A Thousand Moms, building community support for LGBTQ youth in foster and adoptive care. And on this inaugural show of our fourth season of doing podcasts, and and we're uh, uh, 250 episodes strong. 
we want to uh, welcome our colleague, Dr. Ray Working. Hi, Ray. Hi, Dave. It's a pleasure to be here, as always. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you, Dr. Ray, as uh, as is with all of our supporters, but Ray is, is, is among the top, donates his, his expertise and time to our show, and uh, is really the inspiration for A Thousand Moms Talk as a vehicle to get our message out to many, many people, thousands over the years have tuned in on, on the Internet, on all those devices, including iTunes, and we thank you. And uh, Ray, it really couldn't have happened without you, and, and you really pushed for this, and uh, we're, we're forever grateful for that well, and for all for your time. <laughs> yeah, thank you Thank you. And for all the time you, 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 you give to the it's, show. It's amazing to think to how long it's actually lasted to go into a fourth season, the blink of an eye. <laughs> Well, just in, in, in research that I've done, just not, not very deep research, but uh, podcasts tend to have short shelf life, more like the, the length of a, a, a yogurt on the, on the market. <laughs> and, um, so we, we've certainly shown some durability, and um, I believe we've helped a lot of folks along the way, and uh, people are amazed that we do this. Uh, friend and I were at the YMCA the other night giving a presentation and um, they just couldn't believe how do you how do you put uh, a radio type like program together on a regular basis and I said well we've got some smart people and uh, and <laughs> Ray thank you for your <laughs> for pushing us to do this and, well, the pleasure um, is all mine it's hard to believe that yeah. the other show I do is, is coming up I don't know whether you know this for its 22nd anniversary in February, oh, Homo Radio. And, and that, yes, I, I, for the first time I neglected to say you are the okay. uh, co-host and 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 uh, weird engineer. Can you believe it? Weird <laughs> engineer for Homo Radio, the long-running LGBT program that runs uh, Sunday morning and two WRCI, and uh, that's 91.5 in the capital region area and literally anywhere now on the internet dropbox um, um, I know you're I know uh, a whole bunch of radio services that host WRPI and therefore host yeah you recently had an international uh, guest um, and you got a lot of uh, listeners from that around the world is that right yeah Ray? Bart Bart DeGraff his pen name is uh, Bart Holland and he <laughs> he does a, a this incredible comic strip about himself and his partner, and it's so popular that we picked up approximately eighteen thousand additional listeners. And Dropbox couldn't handle the archiving, so um, people have had difficulty being able to come up with uh, with a copy of the interview if they couldn't listen, listen live. And that's a delightful dilemma, but one that we're really having a problem solving. <laughs> oh wow. Well, it's a it's a good problem, I guess. Yeah. Better to <laughs> better to have uh, uh, too many than too few. But you know what? Today, Before we close this, it, well, I'm sorry. It, I, for both shows, it, I think it really shows a hungering, and and you've done such a marvelous job of, of of you know filling this need, this void. They tell me people all over the world are looking for LGBT programming, and I, I think that's why we've been able to survive. Uh, in part because there is this need for for uh, gay programming, if 
it's if it's to be called such. There really is a hungering for for info. Yeah. It's, yeah, and, and and I think you know maybe this, this is a whole other show, but there is a need for uh, times have changed. Uh, we certainly know this. The, the the youth are more aware, more demanding of information, as are their families, and 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 you know it's just not about entertainment anymore. It's about information. And we're you know we've got to understand each other. And I think um, well we were at the at the YMCA the other night and. Um, they were educating their staff because the Y uh, in, in the capital region really wants to be an inclusive organization, and they said they can't do it without in organizations like A Thousand Moms and uh, several other organizations they have there in our own voices. Uh, we have the expertise. We have the information. We've lived the life. We've walked the walk. And, and they, in reaching out to LGBT families, uh, need to be educated. So we really uh, we thank them um, for reaching out to us, and um, we hope to to continue. And uh, I think you just outlined a, a beautiful future segment. <laughs> well, anyway, so on our education mission today, um, what, what we, we're certainly taking a look back, but this is this is certainly not a dated speech. Uh, on April twenty eighth, nineteen sixty three. Uh, Dr. Martin Luther King delivered his famous "I Have a Dream" speech from the steps of the uh, railroad. I'm having a blank here. The Lincoln Memorial. Uh, uh, yes, it was. Yeah. yeah okay. Was it um, April or August? I'm sorry, I may be having a senior August, moment. August, August. August. Okay. August 28th. Yeah, I got that one. Um, but this, of course, being Martin Luther King weekend, which I think is is is, you know, unfortunately, when a leader dies, you usually remember the death date. For Dr. Martin Luther King, we have somehow successfully managed to celebrate his life by honoring, by, by recognizing his birthday, we, and, and that was a long time in coming, um, and faced a lot of uh, part of our society. That on the uh, third Monday of January, we celebrate his birthday, and uh, it. What are your thoughts of uh, Dr. King, Ray, and, and help us help our listeners put this in context? It's late August 1963, and a lot of things are about to change. I'm 15 years old. I'm about to start 10th grade. I've just had my my 15th birthday. And the world was losing its innocence, as I I said to you pre-broadcast. You know, um, the Ozzy and Harriet make room for daddy kind of time was was over. Um, Leave it to Beaver had, had finished broadcasting. And... Uh, it had to be ushered in, you know, that the, the 50s were ending. Decades don't necessarily adhere to the, you know, the, when the ball falls, drops down in, in uh, you know, in New York City. It, there, there's a lot more to it. And I, I feel to your question, at that point, our innocence uh, ended. You could say that it ended many will with the, with the Kennedy assassination, which immediately followed. Uh, but right in that, that little niche of time, um, our innocence was gone, and we were about to enter the real 60s. So that's where I see it. Yeah, and I I, I was just sort of, uh, I mean, I look back on that year. I was very young, but, you know, I hadn't asked for you, Ray. But it was a very, uh, um, it wasn't an innocent time. And, and, and But I don't mean a positive way. I mean, it, uh, Af- for African Americans, it was a horrible time. 
It was the summer of uh, Bull Connor, of 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 uh, water guns, being, water hoses, fire hoses being um, uh, showered on on protesters, and the the the, the civil rights movement, the, the the three murders of the civil rights workers in, in in Mississippi. It was not a good time, and and I've had somebody say, "Well, when is ever a good time?" Well, um, you know, I. I I can say this is a time of innocence, and um, but you know the march toward progress doesn't also doesn't look at the time, doesn't look at the calendar, um, and I think a lot of that will be captured in what Dr. King says. And but, Rhea, but you make an incredibly valid point because you know the word three words: burn, baby, burn. I heard so much of that that summer: burn, baby, burn, and boy, those cities were. I mean, that was yeah. not a good time. You look at some newsreels, yes, newsreels, <laughs> um, yeah. not even news clips, and you'll see what, you know, what you're talking about. It was a hellish summer. Right. And, um, and, and, and we'll come back and talk how, how this, what, what happened after, which is monumental. Um, but let's get to the speech now, and um, again, arguably, one of the greatest speeches ever delivered um, in tone and substance. This is Dr. Martin Luther King. I have a dream. Oops, wrong clip here. Dr. Martin Luther King, Saturday, August 28, 1963. I have a dream. I have the pleasure to present to you Dr. Martin Luther King, J.R. happy to join with you today in what will go down in history as the greatest demonstration for freedom in the history of our nation. Five score years ago, a great American in whose symbolic shadow we stand today signed the Emancipation Proclamation. This momentous decree came as a great beacon light of hope to millions of Negro slaves who had been seared in the flames of withering injustice. It came as a joyous daybreak to end the long night of their captivity. But 100 years later, the Negro still is not free. 100 years later, the life of the Negro is still sadly crippled by the manacles of segregation and the chains of discrimination. One hundred years later, the Negro lives on a lonely island of poverty in the midst of a vast ocean of material prosperity. One hundred years later, the Negro has still languished in the corners of American society. 
and finds himself in exile in his own land. And so we've come here today to dramatize a shameful condition. In a sense, we've come to our nation's capital to cash a check. When the architects of our republic wrote the magnificent words of the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence, they were signing a promissory note to which every American was to fall heir. This note was a promise that all men, yes, black men as well as white men, would be guaranteed the unalienable rights of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. It is obvious today that America has defaulted on this promissory note insofar as her citizens of color are concerned. Instead of honoring this sacred obligation, America has given the Negro people a bad check, a check which has come back marked insufficient funds. But we refuse to believe that the bank of justice is bankrupt. We refuse to believe that there are insufficient funds in the great vaults of opportunity of this nation. And so we've come to cash this check, a check that will give us upon demand the riches of freedom and the security of justice. have also come to this hallowed spot to remind America of the fierce urgency of now. This is no time to engage in the luxury of cooling off or to take the tranquilizing drug of gradualism. Now is the time to make real the promises of democracy. Now is the time to rise from the dark and desolate valley of segregation to the sunlit path of racial justice. Now is the time to lift our nation from the quicksands of racial injustice to the solid rock of brotherhood. Now is the time. make justice a reality for all of God's children. It would be fatal for the nation to overlook the urgency of the moment. This sweltering summit of the Negro's legitimate discontent will not pass until that is an invigorating autumn of freedom and equality. 1963 is not an end, but a beginning. Those who hoped that the Negro needed to blow off steam and will now be content will have a rude awakening if the nation returns to business as usual.
will be neither rest nor tranquility in America until the Negro is granted his citizenship rights. The whirlwinds of revolt will continue to shake the foundations of our nation until the bright day of justice emerges. But that is something that I must say to my people who stand on the warm threshold which leads into the palace of justice in the process of gaining our rightful place. We must not be guilty of wrongful deeds. Let us not seek to satisfy our thirst for freedom by drinking from the cup of bitterness and hatred. You have been the veterans of creative suffering. 
continue to work with the faith that unearned suffering is redemptive. Go back to Mississippi. Go back to Alabama. Go back to South Carolina. Go back to Georgia. Go back to Louisiana. Go back to the slums and ghettos of our northern cities, knowing that somehow this situation can and will be changed. Let us not wallow in the valley of despair. I say to you today, my friend, so even though we face the difficulties of today and tomorrow, I still have a dream. It is a dream deeply rooted in the American dream. I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up and live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. I have a dream that one day on the red hills of Georgia, the sons of former slaves and the sons of former slave owners will be able to sit down together at the table of brotherhood. I have a dream that one day even the state of Mississippi, a state sweltering with the heat of injustice, sweltering with the heat of oppression, will be transformed into an oasis of freedom and justice. I have a dream that my four little children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I have a dream today. dream that one day down in Alabama with its vicious racists, with its governor having his lips dripping with the words of interposition and nullification, one day right there in Alabama, little black boys and black girls will be able to join hands with little white boys and white girls as sisters and brothers. I have a dream today. dream that one day every valley shall be exalted. And every hill and mountain shall be made low. The rough places will be made plain. And the crooked places will be made straight. And the glory of the Lord shall be revealed and all flesh shall see it together. This is our hope. This is the faith that I go back to the south with. With this faith we will be able to hew out of the mountain of despair a stone of hope. With this faith, we will be able to transform the jangling discords of our nation into a beautiful symphony of brotherhood. With this faith, 
we will be able to work together, to pray together, to struggle together, to go to jail together, to stand up for freedom together, knowing that we will be free one day. This will be the day, this will be the day when all of God's children will be able to sing with new meaning, my country tears of thee. Sweet land of liberty of thee I sing. Land where my fathers died, land of the pilgrim's pride. From every mountainside, let freedom ring. And if America is to be a great nation, this must become true. And so let freedom ring. From the prodigious hilltops of New Hampshire, let freedom ring. From the mighty mountains of New York, let freedom ring from the heightening Alleghenies of Pennsylvania. Let freedom ring from the snow-capped Rockies of Colorado. Let freedom ring from the curvaceous slopes of California. But not only that, let freedom ring from Stone Mountain of Georgia. Let freedom ring from Lookout Mountain of Tennessee. Let freedom ring from every hill and molehill of Mississippi, from every mountainside. Let freedom ring, and when this happens, when we allow freedom ring, when we let it ring from every village and every hamlet, from every state and every city, we will be able to speed up that day when all of God's children, black men and white men, Jews and Gentiles, Protestants and Catholics, will be able to join hands and sing in the words of the old Negro spiritual, free at last, free at last, thank God Almighty, we are free at last. Well, Ray, uh, are you there? 